Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ray, I didn't watch any sports this weekend. No, I did. I watched some. All right. We're going to do it live. Arnold, you here? Yeah. How are you doing? Good, Ray. Thank you, Arnold. I saw those cuts at ESPN. You worried that we're going to cut you? You don't pay me, you son of a bitch. Arnold, shut up. Don't ever talk to me like that again. Miranda Lambert slap you, Will Smith. No selfies. We're going to do it live. We are the one, two, three, sore losers. What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. So I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. Y'all, it is Sizen Raymundo. I'm from the north. I'm an alpha male. I live in the west side of Nashville with Baser, white picket fence, final pool party has been had. God bless. How was it, man? It was a banger, dude. I told myself I wasn't going to drink, started drinking at 8 a.m. Oh. Dude, I had never seen so many Trulies, High Noons. We had Miller Lite, Bud Light, any beer you could imagine, and seltzers. For whatever reason, they just spend maybe a 1000 on alcohol. Upper management did. We don't spend it. Wow. Mm-hmm. It all get drank? Dude, oh, and the last thing that was left, maybe 30 Bud Lights. Everybody go. Everybody had their morals and everything. I don't even get what the divide is with Bud Light. But it was the only thing left, and people came up and they go, yeah, just give it to me if that's the last thing we got. <laughs> people drink the Bud Light when they're trying to get some fix for alcohol. Man, so did you guys sit there and reminisce? Is that, did you guys take one last Cares Team photo? Uh, we took some random ones. They asked me for my footage. We really didn't. We were supposed to do a final shot. That got pushed aside just because the main lady, she's leaving. So we we're going to do a big goodbye shot. It's it's the CARES team's over and the main head lady's over as well. She's going to getting a promotion. So, so she's moving apartment complexes. Correct. She's she's I, moving to the south side. Uh, I don't even know. I, I believe it's still in Nashville. Or did somebody tell me Ohio? I don't know. But she went Cincinnati's a, in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke. But uh, 
but uh, yeah, we didn't do the farewell shot. She went to some boat party. So we really wait, wait, wait. She left the cares team party, the last one for a boat party. Yeah, yeah. So there wasn't the closure that we needed, but oh my gosh, dude, it was fun. I mean, there was a hula hoop contest. People got free rent. There was all kinds of awards people were giving out. But I mean, just looking around, I mean, I'm easily ten to fifteen years older than everybody at that apartment. Yeah, and that's what happens when you start aging and you look at yourself and you're like, I'm at this pool party, and they look at you, but you don't look older. I don't think. I don't know. I haven't hung around many. I guess I have on the soccer field when they tell me (laughs) that you can run for an old guy. Okay, so I guess I know what younger people look like, but I haven't partied at the like pool with younger people so maybe you do look way older than them, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I don't get into that. Uh, Amy is very into how old people are biologically, physically, internally. Amy from Four Things with Amy Brown, if you want to check out that podcast. So I probably do look like I'm in my 30s. A lot of these kids are Belmont, Vandy, Tennessee State, Tennessee you have, Tech. You, wait, you have Belmont kids at your apartment? Yeah, and if they are, they're wealthy. I mean, th- their parents are paying thousands. There's no way they have a full-time job. Dude, I can barely afford the rent. And you go to Belmont. And you go to Belmont. So the kids that are there, very wealthy. And they're going downtown partying. Parents are paying for Ubers. They probably part-time job, but they need help from mom and dad. Yeah, I had some pool parties this weekend. I went to the pool on Saturday morning around 10.30 a.m. Um, were there was there for about an hour and a half, two hours. Uh, it was great. It wasn't too hot outside. It was nice weather. You know, it was like in the high 70s in the morning. Like, it was beautiful. Coach, I understand weather patterns. No, no, I'm just saying. Like, it was a great day at the pool. There was nothing really. There was no free rent given out. There was no hula hoop contest. Uh, uh, there was just a bunch of kids yelling and jumping in the water. And my uh, five-year-old complaining about his goggles over and over and over and over. Ah, my goggles! Fix my goggles! I don't like these goggles! Oh, these goggles! Oh my gosh, if we have to talk about goggles one more freaking time, just go see your mother. She knows how to do them. I don't know how to do the goggles, man. We babysat some kids very similar with the goggles. They have more trouble with them. Well, he used to do... You lick it with your spit, kid. Well, he used to have the little ones that just goes around your eyes. Oh, Johnny Depp. When we went to Florida, my father-in-law decided, no, no, you don't need those. You need the ones that go over your whole damn face. You know those big old ones like scuba divers wear? Yeah, what's next? The scuba mask? (laughs) Where's your oxygen tank? That it goes over your nose and your eyes, and it's like, what are we doing? And so it comes off. It's not suctioned to his face. It gets water in him. And we never had problems with the other ones. But these, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, they're stuck to your face. Like, come on. Dude, you want to be the pimp of the pool? Not with the kids, but maybe with the MILFs. You break out a scuba mask. They're going to think you're the funniest, hottiest dad in the entire complex. Well, I'm not really trying to. I'm not trying to go and get a scuba mask. Okay. Okay. Thank you. But that is a good idea. Get in there with your scuba tank on. Scuba Steve. No, just the mask, dude, because it looks like you're going above and beyond as a dad. <laughs> Instead of just fighting with your kid with the mask, why not join them? No, I I get what you're saying. I I was just annoyed that every 30 seconds he would jump in. Ah, dad, dad, dada, dada, dada. I'm like, I'm right here. I can't see my goggles. There's water in them. Just open your eyes. It ain't like they're flooded, man. I'm talking to Betty Boobs. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And so we do that, and he'd have to get out, and he didn't want me to fix the goggles. That was annoying. Cool. So 
Then we went to the pool last night. Oh, you guys were pool hopping. Yeah, we went pool on Saturday morning and uh, Sunday night. And let me tell you, if you go towards the end of the night before it's going to close, it's so calm. Most people are gone. It's empty. You pretty much have the pool to yourself. It was so relaxing. So what you find is most people, that is why there's traffic jams. A lot of people drive at the same time. A lot of people go to the pool at the same time. If you pick the times when people aren't doing those, it's carefree. It's perfect. Yes. Wide open. It was so, I mean, it was great, dude. Like it was maybe 25 to 30 people at the pool when I was there last night. It was so awesome. And it peak, what is it, 100? Oh, 100, 100. Yeah, I mean, it's like kids everywhere, adults, kids jumping in. I mean, the baby pool, like they, they have a little side, like short, shallow pool. And my one-year-old, usually there's kids jumping around and going crazy and like it's kind of overwhelming for him. He was the only one in the pool. He was the only one in the baby pool. So he was actually walking around in the water and there was like, I guess people had left their little fishies that sank to the bottom and he was bending down and picking them up and it was like he was loving life. I'm finally happy. Oh, nice. Well, because he was like scared of the water, you know, a little but bit. But you, you were happy. Oh, I was happy, man. You go with wife and the other kids, or it's just you and solo kid? No, it's me, the wife, and three kids. Okay. okay. Yeah. And so, and then my three year old is jumping off the side and trying to swim to me, and he is learning how to swim. And he's always like, Dada, come closer, come closer, come closer. I'm like, son, you're going to land on me. I'm so close, right? <laughs> he's like, no, no, take two more steps closer. Okay, cool. Don't so, hit between my legs. So I, I come closer, and then when he jumps, I just walk backwards and walk backwards and walk backwards and walk backwards and keep walking backwards to keep get him to swim. That's how Michael Phelps started. That's Katie exactly Ledecky. right. And my five-year-old, though, he's in the, the attitude that Dada – I'm like, you need to use your arms. He's like, I'm faster without my arms. I'm like, son, have you ever watched the Olympics? Son, you ever seen a turtle? Do you see them swim without using their arms? No. You know why? They do with the arms behind the back. Uh, Michael Phelps, when he does the turn, it's mostly legs at the beginning. The arms are well, straight. Well, at the beginning. And then they go. So yes. he's right. Kid's well, when he's under right. the water, he's doing that. But when he's on top of the water, he's using his arms. Correct. My kid is not swimming under the water. And I'm like, son, Use your arm. I'm faster. Okay. All right. You know what? Do what you want to do. Okay. I don't care. This may be too deep. This may be our our people right now that are listening to this aren't smart. I don't know if a lot of them have graduated college. Are are they are they not tractor operators? That's not a college degree. Oh, I don't know. Uh, truck drivers, not a college degree. Tugboat, that is not a college. Degree. So lawyers, uh, for sure. For they got the bar ready. So let me say this, and it may it may be it may be too deep for this podcast. I may need to go on four things with Amy Brown to discuss. This. Okay, what is it? I had the revelation not this weekend at the pool, but in the past I've thought about it. So us people at the pool obviously can't afford boats. Obviously, don't have pools. We don't even have houses. Correct. Okay, so the college kids can get away with it carefree. Who cares? Shotgun a beer. Look at my tits. That's all cool and fun in that. But me, by being there, we're all categorized in this thing that we don't have enough money for that life. So that's why we're relegated to here. Did it dawn on you? Is it the culture at this community pool that we don't have money for our own pool? So that is why we're here. And I'll hang up and listen. That may have been too deep. Right? <laughs> hold on, hold on. That's not- <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> Has it ever dawned on me that these people don't have enough money for their own pool? 
that why all you people there don't have your own pool. Correct. And you don't have boats. Correct. As a, have you ever had that thought? I've had the thought of, <laughs> man, all these people here, none of us have a pool. <laughs> I have thought about that. I, I'll be honest with you. I have looked at all, everybody there and I'm like, well, you don't have a pool. 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 I've never thought about the boat angle because you're right. If you have a boat, you're probably out on the lake. But Because uh, our apartment manager left us because she had a boat. She, we didn't have the option to leave because thus therein we did not have a boat. That's, that's, yes. She said, I am, I, I've always strived to be on the boat. And now that I've been offered to go on the boat, I'm going to leave my last party as core <laughs> care coordinator of this apartment complex. And I'm going to go out to that boat, which I've always dreamed about. Yes. And I don't know why. Maybe it was the sun shining. Maybe it was the music. I was getting a little emotional and I was having these thoughts. And, and I was just, I was just not, it wasn't this weekend. It wasn't a previous weekend. It's just something I've always thought. And I just hope that doesn't settle in on you when you're, there's nothing wrong with a community pool. No, there's really not. But you could go around to every one of those 100 people and not one of them has a pool. Damn. That's crazy. It's, it's one of those things where if, if you're in lunch line at school and you know half the kids are in the one where you can't afford lunch, half are in the line that can't, it's one of those type things. Segregation, Ray. And you look at it, and, and like if you're ever walking through the neighborhood and you hear splashing, you're like, I'm never going to see them in the community pool. Correct. Correct. Because... But but I'm just saying it's it's a fun it's a great experience and everything like that. Just don't let that get in your mindset. So just whatever I just told you, nobody even think about that now. And there were there were parents at the pool like last night that they were over there with their ear pods in and reading a book. And my wife looks at me and goes, "I cannot wait until we get to the level where we can be ear pod and book person at the pool where we don't even have to worry about our kids. We don't have to look up drowning. We, we know they're okay. Got it." And I said, well, I hate to tell you, we are a long way away from that. Five to ten years. At least five years because we have a one-year-old. So a one-year-old is not going to be good to go because my five-year-old, my wife would never, ever just take her eyes off our five-year-old. So that means in five years, we're only at that point. Did he have the floaties on? Which one? The five. Uh, he stands up in the very, like, right up. Okay. He usually has a floaty on. And it's not the floaties like we used to have where you put them on your arms, you know what I mean? Like the yeah. stupid blow-up ones. It's like this thing that wraps around their chest and it straps around the back. And it does have the floaties connected on the arms, but it also has a chest one. That's not enough peace of mind? No, it is. That is good. But he now likes to have it off. And he can stand up like right at the bottom of the stair against the wall. Mm -hmm. And he likes to be there and jump up and down and go under the water and... He likes to see how long he can hold his breath, and he'll pop up after 15 seconds of holding his breath and immediately go back down. I'm like, hey, you got to take a breath. You got to catch your breath. Like, he doesn't understand the relax for a minute now that because he was just holding his breath down there for 15 seconds. Did you not see the news about the submersible? No, I, I don't bring up the submarine to him. And he brought it up to me. He's like, Dada, no. <laughs> I was going to say, these kids nowadays. Yeah, they talk about it on the playground. Are they your age, the parents? Or some are. Some, some are older. Some are younger. So but it's everything. I think it's most of them are right around my age. Melting pot, right? There was a dad in the pool yesterday that we met 
I don't even know. We've met them before. They go, they, they're kids. Oh, the old double meet? That well, always sucks. Well, I did that this weekend. We saw him. How's at- it going? I'm Ray. Yeah, I met you the other day. Huh, awesome. Great we, start to the pool party. We met him <laughs> and his wife and kids at the pool last summer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's the same pool. It and, wasn't Jerry, was it? No, not that Jerry. Son of a bitch. Hey, hey Jerry didn't text me all weekend. Let me tell you, I didn't hear from Jerry all damn weekend. But we talked to this guy, and we, you know, the kids go to the same daycare, all that. And we're in the pool yesterday. He's like talking. He's like, "Why?" He's talking to his kid. And he looks at me. And goes, "Hey, man, how many kids you got?" I was like, three. He goes, well, "How old's your oldest?" And I was like, five. And he goes, "Oh, so he goes." But do you guys go to the so-and-so? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, so do we. And I'm like. We were meant to be friends. No, no. I'm like, we've already talked about this, man. We've uh, already uh, met. Oh, uh, he, he must have been drinking. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I was like, oh. And he starts talking about how his four-year-old and this. And they're not in the same class. And blah, 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 blah. And then we, we started talking about. I said, oh, yeah. Mine just turned five last week. And. Then we started relating about how birthdays come up, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, at our age, we don't really celebrate." He's like, oh, "You know, when I turned forty-one, I was like, oh, great, another birthday.'" And the kids are all excited, but I'm like, 41, nothing exciting about it." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm right there with you." So we kind of bonded over that. So what he was the ex- a depressing conversation, but it was the exact same age, but it was just the double meet. We'd already talked. Yeah, but it, it, there's there's but so it's many- not a lasting conversation. I know, but pleasantries you're gonna double up pleasantries sometimes. I don't, you know, you meet so many people. It's not his fault. I didn't get his name. Uh, Still don't know his name. That's the tough part too. When you see these people once or twice a month, I'm not gonna get their name. That's the problem, bro. I told you the worst part. Of the, the reason we have to get out of this apartment complex isn't because of my age. I'm 37. Isn't because of money problems. Isn't because of rent going up in price. That actually is a reason. The main reason. I have lived there for four years, and there's still some people that have lived there since I've been, and I don't know their names. I have got to get out of the complex because I don't know these damn people's names, and I've partied with them for four straight summers. That's how embarrassing is that? It's not embarrassing. It's so bad, It's the facts of life. When you get older, (laughs) you see people so rarely that you can't know how old they are, or you don't know their name. Right, and that's the thing. After you see him for the first couple of times, you can't go in for the name because it's already been thrown out. One hundred, dude. There are my kid is now five, right? There are kids that he's been going to daycare with since he was one, and then you have to learn the kids' names. No, no, no. That's the funny part. I know the kids' names. Okay. I have no idea the parents' names. <laughs> they have been going to the same daycare since they he was one years old. So they've been in the same class for four years. These parents, I've seen them on numerous occasions throughout the four years. Don't know a single one of their names. <laughs> and our names are also boring. I'm so tired. If I meet another Jim, Jerry, Jeremy, Mark, uh, I, I know we we've got to switch it up. We've our got generation get- of names is so boring. It's fat. Like now when I meet my wife and she'll make friends and stuff with kid and their parents and their kids names are all these new characters and stuff and it's easy to remember i've met a billion ashley's i'm sorry i know 20 laura's i know I'm a lot good. of bills <laughs> I, I knew a lot of bills a lot of bills and that's the thing like i mean my wife were there they're having a party someone's having a party this weekend a pool party for the my son five-year-old's class like oh you know celebration blah 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 and siblings aren't invited. And I'm like, oh, whose house is it at? And she was like, oh, it's at, and we don't know their names. And she, we, the dad, we've nicknamed Rico Suave. 
The nicknames are tough, though, because then you can't use the nicknames in person. Well, no, no, because we don't know their real names in person, so oh. don't worry about it. Okay. And he, she was like, Rico, so I was like, oh, okay, I know who you're talking about, but I don't Wait, know his name. other parents know that it- No, just my oh, wife. okay. <laughs> oh, no, one other parent knows that his name is Rico Suave, because he's the way that described him to me. He's like, ah, there's a dad. I don't know his name. And he goes- this is gonna sound bad, but like Rico Suave, he's like, oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that that's uh, that's um, that's Madison's dad. And he's like, yes, and I'm like, okay, but we don't know his name, and we've known him for four years. Okay, it's, so you're it's, in that territory too. I'm in that territory where you can't ask their names. It's impossible. Yeah, it's uh, the Bermuda Triangle, Ray. And I used to think like my dad is terrible with names, but everybody is. It, it just if somebody means something to you that you're going to remember their name you got to see them more frequently but we started this new thing in our culture where if you don't remember somebody's names it's the most offensive thing ever yeah i don't give a rip if anybody knows my name it's impressive when like jelly roll rolls in and it's like hey ray i'm like wow how the hell do you know my name actually i'm actually shocked to the point where i'm not offended or anything i'm just like shocked and blown away it is crazy how Names are tough. We see these people, kids, parents. You, you see, see them, them once every or twice every couple months. You know, it's really weird. Every three weeks, it's it's a hard thing to do. And I used to think my dad is so bad with names. Like my brother played baseball every summer with this guy. I, I don't know his first name, but I'll never forget his last name. Is Watkins. Watkins. Kid, come here. Watkins, you doing? And he played with my brother for four or five summers. And my dad called him Watson every damn time. Because he just started it off incorrectly. Yes, and he couldn't get it out of his head. And every time we'd be like, he'd be like, we'd be like Dad, we don't know who you're talking. Watkins, Dad. Watkins. <laughs> uh, He's like, okay, Watkins. Sorry. You know what I mean? And then he had to start the story over because he gets flustered. Yeah. But he, names are hard. Yeah. Your pops just had it in his head, though. You can't fault the man. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you what. I had nightmares and flashbacks this weekend. I went to do something, and I mean, it just all came flooding back to me. I'm going to tell you about it right after this. Hell of a tease. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. So I got tickets to go see Ed Sheeran this weekend. Wife wanted to go, so got some tickets, and we went to dinner, went to a night. Dude, let me tell you, I'm like a savage, because we didn't have kids with us, so we went to a nice dinner, like a like a step up, and someplace we'd never been to, and we walk in, and this is what I don't understand, is how does it happen when you walk in, you say, oh, you know, we just like a table for two. We don't have reservations. They're like, oh, you know, you may be able to sit at the bar. Let me check. I think I got two seats for you at the bar. Yeah, I'll suck off. They said, they said, we don't have any tables available, right? You got anything I can suck on? And I was like, oh, dang, you don't have any tables? Yeah, but we, you may be able to sit at the bar. So she, go, I'll be right back. She goes and walks around the entire bar looking, 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 comes back. It's like, yeah, sorry, I couldn't find, any, couldn't find two, table, two seats at the bar, but you can sit at table 13 right over here. Come, come with me. Ten seconds ago, you didn't have a table available. Well, so that's what her, changed. That's her not memorizing her seating chart. And also, the bar seating and times. The person at the front, the hostess, has no guess on earth what the time is it's going to be for you to eat. Rarely are they correct. No, I understand Your that. table will be ready in 30 minutes. It's been three minutes. Why is this thing buzzing? <laughs> she said half an hour. I get that, but how did it change in that 30 seconds that now we could sit at that table when we could have just sat at the table 30 seconds ago? Because it's willy-nilly. It's they're always maybe trying to reposition chairs and stuff so it's more aesthetically pleasing, and the hostesses really don't know God's green earth what the shape of all their different sections are. I mean, it was literally a table the size of this. I mean, it was a two-seater. Like, it it was... One chair on this side, one chair. So it was a two-person table. They didn't move anything. They didn't have to take tables apart. They did nothing. But all she did was not be able to find chairs at the bar and decide, okay, what? You know what? Now you can sit down. Weird to me. It happens all the time when you go to a restaurant. Ah, I don't know if we have anything available. We don't have any chairs. I'll come right this way. What? You just said you didn't have any chairs. Okay, whatever. So we sit down. The other worst thing is when they double you up in a section where it's because Mark has this section. Dude, they'll set four couples right next to each other. Happens at Red Robin all the time. And there's nobody else in the entire restaurant, and there's four families all right next to each other. I get Mark has this section, guys, and he's on shift right now. But please set us at least a little ways away from these people. I can tell what they're eating. 
That is Thanks. A, you're looking over their shoulder. You know what they're and there's plenty of space in the restaurant to space us out so we're not crowding each other. We did I, this one in the Dominican Republic. The person I could have literally reached my hand out and touched his leg. That's how close we were to this couple. We heard everything they talked about. They were not funny. They were not enjoyable to be around. He was just drinking as fast as he possibly could because he was socially awkward. And I was sitting one foot from him because they refused to sit me in a different part of the restaurant because Jose had that section. And I'll hang up and listen. So the lady hands us the menus and this lady starts talking, comes over, and she's like, oh, yeah, you know, our cocktail menu's on the back and we have this special, like, here's our the, how our menu works is you got the appetizers up here and they're shareable. Beautiful. And, I didn't know the layout of a menu. And she's like, and right now, tonight we have a special of this. And she goes, I'll let you take it. I was like, we'll take that. The special? Like I was like, I'll take that that starter, that yeah, that app, the, the special. That's, and she was like, okay. And she walks away and my wife goes, yo, that was just the the hostess. You don't tell her what you want. (laughs) And I am, here's the problem. I've been going to eat with my kids so often that you have to put their order in immediately because they get hangry. If you sit and like talk and hang out and don't order right away, you got to get them food quick. Yes. When you go eat with kids. Well, coach, this isn't a Wendy's. This is a Wendy's. And so I am like, I'm trained. And so I was just so, like, used to it. Ah, she probably went in the back like, hey, guys, I've never placed an order before, but my guy just quick-fired one. I need the appetizer. And my wife was like, what are you doing? The hostess. And I was like, oh, that one. And she goes, no, that's not the waitress. I need the fried mozzarella. The guy just shouted it at me. I'm sorry. She was like, I, I don't know what to do, but uh, something about mozzarella. And, <laughs> and, and they're like, all right, we'll get that for you. And I was like, my bad. My bad. I was so eager, and I was so used to going to eat with kids that she didn't even get all the way down the menu. And I was like, yeah, we'll take that. We'll take that. Bring that out. And <laughs> You sound like a treat at a restaurant. Felt like an idiot. Felt like an idiot. Whatever. So we eat the meal, and it was great. Well, it, I'm not getting laid tonight. Enjoyed the meal. Had so much fun. Quiet restaurant. Didn't have screaming kids. Then it's time to go to Ed Sheeran, right? And he's playing at Nissan Stadium. And we're like, where are we going to park? And my wife's like, let's just drive up. And like, she's like, no one's going to be at Ed Sheeran. Like, no one's going to. Does he have that many fans? I mean, I haven't heard anything about Ed Sheeran in a while. She's like, I don't think it's going to be that crowded. So we drive up, and there's a there's a restaurant that used to be across the street from the stadium they tore down. Shoney's. No, it no Shoney's is still there. It's, it's a hell now, of a place for a bite. It's called Nashville Kitchen now. But the one across the street from that used to be like a German restaurant. They tore it down. It's just a parking lot. I'll take a high. And there's someone there with a sign parking. And I'm like, oh, how much is that? How much is that? $50? What the hell are you? $50? I ain't paying you $50 to park there. Look across the street at where Shoney's used to be. It's now the Nashville Kitchen. Roll down the window. Excuse me. Excuse me. How much to park there? $100, brother. 40 bucks, sir. No, I'll pass. I'll pass. I'll pass. I might have taken that 40. I know. It's right across the street from the stadium. And I'm like, all right. Let's go through let's go straight through the line. Let's just try to park in the lot at Titan Stadium. And it's every sign says prepaid passes only. Prepaid passes only. And my wife's like, oh, I think we should bail. I think you should turn around and we're not gonna be able to get in. We're not gonna be able to get in. I was like, let's just try it. Let's just, and she goes, it says prepaid passes only. I said, I know it says that. That's that's people that are with the season tickets or people that paid for it online, you know, in advance because they want to park at the stadium. And I was like, all right, let's just let's pull in because he goes on stage at 815 and it is now 
7.30. You know, so the opener's are already going. And at the restaurant you guys went to, did you pay for parking? No, it was a spot on the – we uh, parked on the street. Okay. And lucky. Otherwise, lucky. you almost got doubled up on parking. Almost got doubled up on parking. <laughs> I've Almo- never done that before. Ne- almost got doubled up. That's what I was like. But we got lucky. We found a spot on the street. Boom, went in the restaurant. Eight, and then we had to drive to the stadium. Would you guys have considered scooters from the restaurant? No, Maybe too far. Romantic date night type. Too thing. far. Follow me, honey. Let's ride. Yeah, my <laughs> wife would. My wife is too uh, scared to do that. Okay, she would have well, been. We can do the scooters because my wife would never do it. Yeah, she is so like, oh my god, they're gonna get by a car. Ah! Things like that. <laughs> You've not even been hit yet, uh, babe. You're not even on it. I know, ah! but I, they're sitting on the sidewalk, and I'm just imagining someone getting hit by a car. <laughs> so. We drive, and I'm like, all right, here we go. She's like, oh, my God, just turn around, just turn around, just t- pull into the hotel across the street and turn around. Like, we're not, and I'm like. And I, it, you're not even saying it yet, but I'm telling you guys, they narrow these lanes pretty quickly. So if you yeah, go down the wrong one, you're effed. You're effed. And so I was like, I'm just going to try it. I'm just going to try it. She's like, I do, and I'm already, she goes, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. She gets embarrassed so easily. And I pull in, and I roll down the window, I was like, Hey, you know, how much is it to park here? She goes, Oh, it's we're just taking prepaid, you know, passes only. And I was like, Oh, so if we don't have a prepaid pass, she goes, But since the concert's already sta- started, come on in. Hell yeah. Park that, for free. That's a power move. Park for free, baby. That's a power move. Park for free, baby. Thank you. Lunch from the Bobby Bone. Show. Oh my god. I was like, thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, she goes, just go find a spot. I was gonna say slipper at twenty. They had no cash. I would have slipped her a 20. I told the wife, I was like, I should have slipped her a 20. And I opened my wallet, no money. So guess what? She got nothing. But she let me in for free, drove in right to that parking lot. Woo! Here we go. Everything's starting out great. This is the exact opposite of meet the fans. Meet the team day a week ago at Nashville Stadium. Yes, yes. We all forgot about that. No, we haven't. And so then we're like, all right, perfect. Boom, we are on this side of the stadium. I was like, I think I looked it up. I think our tickets are right here on this side of the stadium. This is perfect. Walk in. I pulled the whole map up on my iPhone. And we're on the exact opposite side of the stadium. A little bit of a walk. It's okay. It's cool. It's a nice, it's a 80 degree night. Nice breeze. We're walking. The merch lines are out of control. There's people everywhere. And we're walking. We're just having a good time talking. Flirting a little bit. Yeah, flirting, grabbing some ass, <laughs> you know, things like that. I tell you, you look beautiful in red tonight. And so we roll, and I'm like, this is so fun. Like, this is a good night out, away from the kids. My wife is super excited to see Ed Sheeran. Me, I probably know two songs. Cool. Was she having fun with you, though? You said she was embarrassed earlier. She was though. embarrassed about the park. But she still has fun with you, even though you embarrass her a little yes. bit. Yes. Okay. And we roll around, and we're walking to our seats, and we have to walk to the other side of the stadium. We got robbed, Ray. No. And then there it was. It hit me right in the face. It was a homeless man shitting, Ray. No. <laughs> it was the Jack Daniels tent, Ray. <laughs> the Jack Daniels tent from that NHL uh, outdoor series when we were going to interview the players. And they said, oh, yeah, just go down to the Jack Daniels tent. And, I mean, all the memories and the flashbacks came back to me of us hauling our ass all the way down there, sitting there, no one showing up, walking all over that stadium, looking for these NHL players that we were supposed to interview to you know, highlight the Winter Classic, and it was right there in front of me, and I was just like, wow. 
The and joke I, that keeps on giving. The joke. I mean, it, it it put a damper like on the first half of the night. I was just like, "Damn, there's that damn tent." Why didn't we walk the other way so I didn't have to see the Jack Daniels tent? And it all came back to me. And my wife's like, "What are you doing?" And I sat there and stared at it for a minute. I stared hey, at the dude, Jack Daniels dude. tent. And she goes, "What is wrong?" And I was like, "That's it." Ray, I flipped it off. And she said, "That's what?" I said, "That's the Jack Daniels tent." She goes, "Oh, did you want a Jack and Coke?" I said, no, the Jack Daniels tent. She goes, what about it? I said, that's the one we got sent to on a wild goose chase. Oh, that Jack Daniels tent. No, I don't want a Jack and Coke, honey. <laughs> and she was like, it's okay. Let's just go to our seats. You know, it been a great video. If I would have been with you, if we would have double dated, gone to Ed Sheeran, and one of us videoed, the other one pissed on the tent. Our sore losers nation would have loved that and appreciated it. And they would have come up with the bail money to get us out of jail because there was people <laughs> everywhere and that would have been awesome. And nobody would have understood the inside No one, no one would have got it. They would be like, what is this guy doing? Like Ray from the, bi- the big show is pissing on the Jack Daniels tent. That's all they would think. Ray, I accidentally got your thingy in the video. We're not going to be able to post it tonight. And so we went to our seats and the, the, I mean, that was it. That was, it was that was that was the highlight was the Jack Daniels tent. And I was just like, damn, there it is. That was the first time I'd seen it since then. Um, I heard you saying that you were gonna go to Santa's pub. I was. Would you just say that? How would how did you know he was gonna play it? Ed Sheeran played at Santa's pub after the show. How did you know this? Inside source. Okay, that's cool. Why would you not go there? Because responsibilities. We had a, we had a babysitter. And then also, is it like, is it worth the hassle? Like we figured with another parking situation, another parking situation, we under we we look at it as Nashville. I figured there was enough people that knew on the inside that it would already be jam packed. What did Morgan say? Was it jam packed at Santa's Pub? She said it wasn't that bad. Nice, but she left the concert. You know what I mean? Like it was just like, do we really want to leave the concert early to go? And is it going to be worth it? And then she said he stayed for like ten minutes. It was still been cool, dude. It still would have been cool, but I was just worried that with how many inside baseball people knew, yeah. I assumed that it was already going to be overrun with people. Mm-hmm. So we decided not to go. Cockroaches, Ray, on an apple, Ray. Yeah. Trash. And then, I mean, we walked out, and we didn't have to walk far to our car. Boom, in the car. Traffic was a little bit bad. I mean, we sat in the parking lot for about 20 minutes, but we were home in 35 minutes after we left the concert. It was a good night. Concert life, man. You dealt with parking at Taylor Swift, though, too. Oh no, Taylor Swift! There was nothing, dude. We took an Uber. I thought you went. You were gonna go early. It was well, some no, other no. cluster. No, no. Morgan was telling me, "Oh, you better get there three hours early. You're not gonna be able to get in the gates. The lines are gonna be so long." And I was like, "Morgan, do you understand? They put on concerts at Nissan Stadium all the time. They know how to do it." Oh no, Taylor's different. Taylor's different. You're not gonna be able to get in the gate. I'm like, we plan on showing up like 20 minutes before she goes on stage. Oh, you're gonna miss half the show. You're gonna miss half the show then. I'm like, how do you figure we're going to miss half the show? Oh, you got to get there three hours early if you want to get in the gate to Taylor. You're not, and I'm like, well, we're going to take an Uber. Oh, Ubers aren't going to be able to get close to the venue. They're not, you're, you're going to have to walk for miles. I'm going to do the Earth Ride, Ray. And New I was company. like, Morgan, I, I, I think, I don't think you know what you're talking about. And me and my wife took an Uber. They pulled straight into the parking lot of Nissan Stadium, dropped us off 10 feet from the gate we walked in the gate our seats were right there we walked in boom we were in our seats in eight minutes boom and so i don't know what 
she was talking about. But yes, people, they put on concerts like this all the time. They know how to do it. They know how to direct traffic. It's not that hard. People overreact. They, they, they get built up that it's going to be just pandemonium when they do this all the time. Um, I must say, I did put on our Instagram. If you're looking over there, it is Sore Losers Podcast on Instagram. It said, the biggest podcast in Sore Losers history today. And I feel like I jinxed it because this was the smallest podcast in Sore Losers history. Let's take a break. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Speaking of smallest, Brian Harmon. I mean, that dude's tiny. Yeah. Baggy pants. Dude, I watched 18 minutes total of the Open Championship. Yeah. 18 minutes. And I watched those 18 minutes on Saturday. I watched him play number 18. That was the only hole I watched the entire weekend. 
You can make fun of him all you want. Ray and Baser have never been more flush. I mean, hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of dollars. I think we cleared 500. That's amazing. Awesome. I mean, we picked him on Saturday. He won. We picked him up. He's in a part of a long-term parlay. We picked him to win. We picked him to win. We picked him top 10. Everything's flush. Everything's roses, dude. He, I mean, there was time Sunday. I was clinched a little Never. bit. Never. He was down up three. It got to three. Did it? Yeah. And then he got birdie birdie, and then it's back to five, and you're like, this thing's over. Last five holes I didn't even watch. We were at the in-laws. Dude, he was up so much on Friday going into Saturday that I didn't need to watch. And I turned it on Saturday. He's already on 18, and he saves par to be up five going into Sunday. And I was like, well... Okay, cool. And I look on Sunday, and it's like, oh, he's still up five. Oh, he's up four. He's up five. Don't even need to turn it on. I didn't watch anything because there was no drama. It was None. Beautiful. It was beautiful. I mean, it, 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 it is what I preach with typically the guy in the lead is a fun, good bet. It's bet it, If you're getting a guy, I mean, I, I believe for a majority of the weekend, he was plus 200, you know? Still? I mean, Thursday, Friday, he was such an underdog. Nobody knew who the hell this guy was, except for me. But, I mean, he was such a dog, and he was up by five. Why would you not go three times your money, a guy up five, then pick a random baseball game? To me, that just seems like a little bit more in the right direction. That's just me, though. Baseball, good luck. Because, I mean, the parlay was effed on Saturday at the pool party. I was like, awesome, pick the Rockies. They're getting absolutely sodomized. Oh, Brian Hartman, he came through for me. Perfect. Uh, Random soccer thing at 7 a.m. Perfect, that one hit. Oh, the Rockies down three to nothing. I randomly check it. At the end of the pool party, they won four to three. They were getting killed all game. That's the reverse of how awesome baseball is. You see the bad side of it. I see the miracle come from behind. What? They were getting killed all game and they won? Beautiful. Beautiful. That's the beautiful side of baseball betting. The other side is you, desperate for runs. Nothing ever works the way that you're wanting it to work. There's a gross side to baseball betting, and there's just a total almost slot machine luck to betting baseball. You want to hear another absolutely disgusting thing that happened to me in baseball betting? I thought you were done. No, I am done. That's what I'm saying. So last week, the Houston Astros were in Colorado. And I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something crazy. Those I'm gonna, games were all low scoring as hell. I'm going to do Kyle Tucker over one and a half hits. Easily. I'm going to do Kyle Tucker. I'm parlaying this to hit a home run. Uh, He definitely, I think he almost hit for the cycle. And I'm going to do the Astros to win. So it was like plus 500 or something. They may have split. Okay. Whatever. Kyle Tucker didn't hit a home run. All right. Do the exact same thing the next day in Colorado. Tucker doesn't hit a home run. Okay. Let me do it again. Kyle Tucker does not hit a home run. All right. And remember, I told you I was done with baseball betting. So Kyle Tucker goes to Oakland this weekend, hits three home runs in one game. That's what I saw. <laughs> That's that's the that's the reverse of the baseball. I mean, batters. that is what is un. I mean, it's just unbelievable, dude. I'm telling you, it's flip flop league too. If a team wins one day, just pick the other team the next day. The Cubs get beat like eleven to one one game. They'll win seven to nothing the next. That's baseball betting. It's insane. No, that's why. I mean, I told you after that last one, I was done. Like I was like, I can't do it. Like after the Bregman freaking, I cashed out. You know what I mean? Like 
But the reason it's tempting, not because you're addicted, okay? We're not going into that realm of things. But the reason baseball betting is tempting, it's in the middle of the day. I got a matinee game. Dude, it's beautiful. Baseball starts at 11 sometimes, goes till 10 at night. There's not another sport on earth except for football, and that's only a four months. It's only a couple weeks away, though. Of a charmed life that we get in the fall. But baseball, every day you could have games that spread out over nine hours. Oh, it it can take up your entire, I mean, yes. It can go from 11 a.m. till midnight. And it was just like, man. When I saw that Tucker hit three home runs, I was like, you mother, like you mother, like I understand you're on my fantasy baseball team. Great. Help me beat the crap attack. You know what I mean? Like that was great. But I was so pissed. I was like, you really, you wait till you leave Colorado. Cause I'm like, the ball's going to be flying out at Coors Field. Ball's going to be flying out. Mm, they he didn't was, though. He was plus 425 every game to hit a home run. Plus 425. Dang. And See, he I never usually, hit one. I usually go opposite of that. But, hey, if we're going to keep going sad, I was at 17 on Beat the Street. Oh, no. And on Friday, I was like, I'm not going to pick anybody. I'm not going to pick anybody. I'm going to pick somebody. I'm going Luis Arias. I'm watching the whole damn game. Let's go, Marlins. I mean, he barely got four at bats. They got killed. He didn't even come close. Oh, they got crushed by the Rockies. <laughs> he got crushed, dude. I oh, I almost didn't get four at bats, which is almost unheard of in Major League Baseball. He barely, he actually j- almost just got a fifth one. That one we probably would have got a hit in. But yeah, the streak went down to zero. I have one. I told you I have like five emails, so I have one other account that's at four. Last ditch effort. Other than that, I'm done for the season. Because you got to get to 56 hits before the end of the season, and it doesn't it doesn't come over. It doesn't. It does not. And mathematically, it's almost impossible once August hits. So I've got to get as many as I can up. Not until if you August. do. Not if you do two a day. Right. 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 But I to really do it, you have to do one a day. There's no way at 35 you're doing two a day and you're getting to 60. Did you, you watch? Did you watch a lot of the open? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was wetter than hell. It was windy. At Nah, the wind really never did pick up, but it was real wet. Now, everybody was saying, I, I didn't watch this, they, that they were harassing Harmon. Were they saying it because of all his waggles or whatever? Is it because his waggles? Is it because they didn't want him to win because Fleetwood was in com- in the, the conversation or they wanted Rory to win? Was it? I don't know. Rory what? was pretty close. But why were why is everybody? I know they don't like the waggle. But, I mean, there was one time he had 13 waggles. No way. Yeah, they did a counter. Unless somebody was effing with me and we got ball sacked again, there was a counter on the screen that said 13 waggles. That's how many times he waggled his club before he literally took a shot with it. Which, if you did that with us at Immuni, guys, we would be ragging on the other guys so bad, you'd almost be a punch to the nuts. We would be upset with we you. We allow each other maybe a couple practice swings, and even after that, I'm like, boomer. For the love of God, just hit the ball. You don't get more than two practice swings. Yeah, I didn't understand the hate. Is it because he's wag- short? It was... It was probably. I mean, the Ameri- he's tiny. What is crazy? Ray, they hate Americans. No, what is crazy is how small he is. It's like Jose Altuve. It's crazy that they can be. He can be so small, and he can play golf with these guys that are monsters. That's why golf is such a beautiful game. It's not the, how big you are, the, and it's not the three hundred and seventy-five yard drives. Guess what, folks? It's the second shot that gets you onto the green. And within 
a putting chance. It's not the huge drive because guess what? The guys that hit the huge drive can still hit it 20 feet the wrong direction and it not be a great putt. It's almost like the second shot is more important than the first shot. I'm just saying it. Those irons are so important. So important because that's the difference between being able to put it in. You can hit it 400 yards down, but if you can't put it within 10 points of the 10 feet of the hole, you're screwed. I mean, dude, Harmon was beautiful. His touch was really good. It's just so impressive. I mean, when I because I look at like Kepka. Kepka's a big dude. I mean, dude, there are some guys that fell flat. Kepka, JT, Speed. Dude, Ju- Justin if Thomas. If Rom didn't pull one right out of his crankshaft, he would have been eliminated. He made the cut by one and then went minus eight on Saturday. But there were so many great big names just completely out of contention. Like, Justin Thomas. He was like plus 30, wasn't he? Is where Ricky Fowler was three years ago. They yeah. have flip-flop spots. Great point. It's that he has just fallen off a cliff. Doesn't know how to play golf anymore. Where Ricky Fowler all of a sudden is making cuts and contending. And also, I love that they broadcasted on Sunday morning. The other one, they tried to do a tape delay and they tried to trick us. The Scottish Open. They tried to. Didn't the, watch that. The week before, they tried to trick us like it wasn't on. And then they showed it. They replayed it in the afternoon and just hoped people weren't betting it. And you just thought it was on. But the this Open was awesome because it aired live from 8. I was done by noon. Yeah, like I said, I watched 18 minutes. Yeah, it, I mean that he's not a big name, but for what? Well, no, I don't. That's care. why we bet. No, no, you make money. I don't give a crap about Brooks Kepka, JT, Spieth, any of the other big name. Justin Johnson, I didn't see him. I don't even know if he played. Um, no, he's still busy on. He's been irrelevant for about five years. So all I know is Brian Harmon for the betting betting man. I love that man so much because not only did he win us hundreds, we have a parlay that basically if the Aces win. And inter- They're Miami- gonna win and enter Miami, uh, dude. Oh, oh. <laughs> then then, oh. then we're in the money, <laughs> dude. I and I don't care that a big na- he's not a big name that won. I would have watched if there was someone within two strokes, but he was blowing them out. Right, as the I'm saying, time. so it's uninteresting. I don't care big name or little name. I will watch if it's competitive. When it's not competitive, I'm not gonna waste my time. But be careful with that Harmon guy. Don't get the name stuck in your head because he'll blow up at tournaments and get plus ten. For some reason, he's been hotter than shit the last month. Before that, guys, he was god awful. So maybe he just went to a top golf or something. I have no idea. Ray, try and get us that sponsorship. I like that. But speaking of shit, I'll be right back. I'm going to take one. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. 
my friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Did you see Lionel Messi? That was awesome. Did you see Messi? I didn't see it live. It was on Apple TV. Of course. I tried to find it. It was awesome. I didn't see it either. Live. Oh, I saw the replay about 100 times. My kids were like, Dad, let me watch that again. Let me watch that again. And and my wife, I mean, bless her heart, I show it to her and she was like, because the guy, you know, after after Messi put it upper 90 over the wall, impressive, his his teammate followed it up and re-kicked it in the goal. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, oh, I noticed it. And my wife's like, how come no one tried to block him? (laughs) I'm like, it was already a goal. (laughs) I thought, maybe it's the old man and me. I thought maybe he should have been penalized. Why? That's like if a guy dunked a ball in basketball and then I pick it up and dunk it again. I didn't like that he kicked it again. Dude, I don't know. Is that a thing in soccer they do that? I actually didn't like that he did that at all. <laughs> uh, That's so true. It's like he dunk it and then you take it and you dunk like, it again. That would be such a penalty. There's no way that would fly. That would definitely be a tech. And when he did it, honestly, watching it when I watched it live-ish, Dude, I thought it was that Messi didn't make it. I I thought the guy that re- kicked it again was the one that made it. Dude, soccer happens fast, and I'm not used to seeing all the stuff. Dude, but that was such a beautiful shot. Yeah. So I mean, it was so beautiful, and it was like a storybook ending to his first game. It was beautiful. That was all cute and fine. But now they have this stupid, and that was part of it. They have this stupid ass tournament for a month. That was part of the tournament. I know. Guys, I have a massive bet going on, and they don't play a conference game for a month. Till August 20th. Kill me now. I mean, I'm now I have to watch this stupid-ass tournament where they play Atlanta, who's in the MLS, but they're playing them as part of this tournament. That's who they play next? What a stupid-ass scheduling thing. How now they, in the middle of a season, no less, crunch time, they're just going to play this tournament for a month. <laughs> what? You almost had me, MLS, and I maybe we have a 50 or... I think it was 35 we put on it. I don't even know if it's worth caring about because I'm like, 
in a month, I'm going to be into hard of football. I don't even give a rip about this parlay now that it's on ice for a month. Well, it's not on ice because you have the aces still going. Have you been watching them? Dude, they're so dominant. I mean, that I don't even watch that. Exactly. <laughs> Did you watch the U.S. soccer women? They look terrible. But they won 3 nothing. Yeah, but they were supposed to win like 9 to nothing. Okay. Well, that's not good because they're definitely part of the parlay. That they they did not look. I mean, I didn't think they looked good at all. Like I was just like, oh, this is what's supposed to win it all. Jeez. Well, then you would know more than me. And maybe it was just the first game jitters, or maybe they didn't take them, you know, Vietnam serious. But I was watching, it going, whew. I don't know about this, but yeah. And don't worry, I, NSC has still not sent me an email to give a response, like a survey to see how my time was at the meet the team week did you respond or did you see no no i thought they were gonna you know usually they'll send out hey how tell us give us some feedback on what your experience was like when it meet the team they haven't done it yet so i wonder if they just are not going to do it and i just need to email and say hey this was terrible but also i mean if somebody sends you a survey they should give you some kind of credit people don't just fill out surveys for free anymore i, I would fill it out to truly let them know how it went. Yes, exactly. Yeah. To let them know. Because you, if you don't give feedback, you can get nothing changed. Like if you give no, if you just act like nothing happened, no one cares. All so. right. I thought this episode was going to be bigger, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, we are the sore losers at gmail.com. Lunchbox, vacation suggestion. Dig, Digger Land, USA, and New Jersey. If they love machinery, they have so many things in PA while within driving distance from there. Legoland, Hershey Park, Strasburg, and Railroad, etc. Oh, and love the show. That is from Nikki. Thank you, Nikki. I don't know if my kids are old enough to drive heavy machinery, but maybe they are. I I really do appreciate everybody giving me all these uh, ideas. Uh, Someone said, most of the towns in South Dakota... Kids would love. Uh, I don't know anything about South Dakota, but they said there's uh, good pools, water parks. Huron, South Dakota has a nice water park. I have five kids, so I know what it's like to travel with kiddos. Thank you, Melissa Kay. Or how about you just go on vacation where you want to go on vacation, kind of like my parents? Yeah. We never decided. (laughs) We always went hunting with my dad in Nebraska. I, As a kid, I didn't pick that. Coaches, (laughs) Coaches, <laughs> I call chicks bro or dude all the time. I'm 34. Me and my wife call each other bro as well. The only time my wife wasn't thrilled I called her bro was after sexy time. I slapped her ass and said, good game, bro. <laughs> that almost ended our bro name calling. Be easy, bros. That's from Richard. Oh, and ah. I, I can't do the bro talk anymore with Baser. <laughs> when I say bro to her now, she says calls me sis. Oh yeah, that one digs deep. So I, I now put the foot shoe on the other foot. It ain't cool, dude. Uh, and Justin, I don't know if he's listening to this podcast, but he is traveling out west for his birthday. He's in Arizona. When, when's his birthday? Uh, it is tomorrow. So happy birthday to Justin! But he's out there visiting his mom. He was at Vegas. No shit. In the airport, and I believe he uh, maybe did a little gambling, but he said it was just a layover. So wait, I don't wait, know wait. if he had time. Do you really know his birthday? When's his birthday? Tomorrow, July 20th. He just literally texted me. For my birthday, I'm going to Arizona. But his birthday could be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I think he was being a smartass, and he said, my birthday, July 25th, I'm going to Arizona. So, why? That's my birthday. You guys have the exact same birthday? Justin and I have the same damn birthday. (laughs) Ray, what are you going to get me? 
I am in shock right now that you <laughs> dude I don't care guys don't care about each other's birthdays I know it's shut, funny shut up here's another one from Redman <laughs> but you guys really do have the same birthday same damn birthday wow. I'm probably older than him what lessons do you want me to tell you about, Justin? What up, everyone? My name is Lunchbox. Blah, 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 because I'm a sports penis. Okay, thanks, Redman. I appreciate that. All right. That was really good. All right. Happy Monday. We're out of here. Tomorrow's my birthday. Send me all the birthday wishes you want. I got to go. Yeah, uh, guys, no sending presents. Last time you guys sent us way too many presents. I, I mean, I'm not going to say it was too many. Maybe not enough, so. Oh. 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 Go ahead. When are we announcing the cities? I said we're going to announce the top 20 cities. Oh, yeah, we need to do that. We'll do that on Wednesday, man. Well, I'm going to announce some of them. All right, go ahead. Miami. Bismarck. Toronto. Detroit. Chicago. Denver. Los Angeles. Las Vegas, Memphis, Little Rock, Dallas, Austin, Nashville, Kansas City, Key West, Oklahoma City, and last but not least, Cheyenne, Wyoming. And Biloxi. One of those cities will host the convention. We'll see ya tomorrow night. New Orleans, an honorable mention. If that was exactly 20, wow, props to me. All right, there's one more, Laredo. We're getting pretty damn close to 20. Las Cruces? <laughs> there ain't no way in hell we're having it in Las Cruces. Alright, coach. There's one more, and it is Minot, North Dakota. Wow, there's your list. Where will it be? Where will it be held? Find out in four weeks. All right. I'm exhausted. We went hard on the big show today. Yeah. Holy crap! Yeah, I come get... in here, dude, and I'm like slurring my words, and like my head isn't even there. That's all right. We do our best. We do our best. They don't really care. They don't listen anyway. All right. Um, and big stuff is coming, you guys. I'm talking massive stuff is coming. Yep. Get ready. All right. We need new merch. Yeah, dude, we got to get a new logo. I mean, I don't know what the hell we're doing. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 